Welcome to the Sherry Andrea Psychic Empath Show with your host, Sherry Andrea. Sherry Andrea brings her listeners interesting discussions and topics related to empathy, psychic and spiritual development, as well as energy work. She is herself a psychic empath, healer, coach, author, and founder of SherryAndrea.com. Welcome, and here is your host, Sherry Andrea. Hi, this is Sherry Andrea, and thank you for listening. Uh, Hopefully everything is good. You can hear my voice, cross my fingers, and the audio is good. Thank you for listening and joining me tonight. Um, I'm very excited about tonight's show. Uh, First of all, let me get a couple of things out of the way. We will be joined by um, my co-host, Kier, as well as, I think, my co-host, Crystal, Um, and uh, if you've listened to the last couple of shows, or the last three shows, um, you've gotten kind of a taste of what we've been doing here, and what we've been doing is we have been not only taking, um, doing live readings on the air, but in between the live readings, we've been doing um, discussions where we talk about topics, psychic development, spiritual development topics, topics in the law of attraction, a little bit of everything. But we speak about them, the three of us, um, from our own personal experience. Um, I've really thoroughly enjoyed the shows, and I hope that all of you have too. Um, it's been really exciting. Um, I've been so excited um, waiting for, you know, Wednesday and Friday, more so than when I did the show before, um, when I was, you know, on doing interviews and everything. Um, so I'm hoping everybody's enjoying it as much as I am. Uh, let me just give you the rundown. First of all, the call-in number is 657-383-1655. Um, we've got a couple of callers holding right now, and I will get to you shortly just be patient with me. Um, I know that you called in and were holding before the show started, so just be patient with me for a few. Um, I want to let you know, um, as far as the uh, reading, when you call in, try to ask only one question. Um, but, of course, uh, also let me know um, if when we're done, if you'd like me to put you back on hold so you can continue listening to the show from your cell phone, where you're calling in from, Um, and we'll try to get through all of the callers. Now, the last show we had, I'm going to try to remember off the top of my head, we had 26 callers the last show, which is quite a bit um, for a two-hour show, but we did pretty well. We only had nine callers left that we weren't able to get to, and I always feel so bad when there's callers that I'm not able to get to. Um, but I, as I always suggest, I always suggest for people to call in the next show so that, um, you know, maybe if they call in then and call in earlier, maybe we'll be able to get to them. So our goal is, as always, to take all of the callers that we have. Um Let's see, what else do I need to go over? Okay, I want to tell you what topics throughout the next two hours that we'll be discussing tonight. Okay, 
this is why I'm so excited about this show, because we've got some really good topics. First of all, we're going to start off by talking about symbols. Um, Symbols, numbers, animals, animal guides, animal totems, um, insect symbols, um, the whole nine yards. Um, We're going to segue this into dream symbols. And we're also going to discuss dreaming as a psychic ability. Um, then we're going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about Egyptian dreaming, nothing in depth, um, but something that I think you'll find interesting. Um, then we're going to get into working with your angels and masters in dreams, and I think you'll find that interesting. Um, and then studying an etheric schools while you're in dreams, you know, after you go to sleep. So, um, we've got some really, really interesting topics. Um, while I'm waiting for um, Kier to call in, my co-host, Kier and Crystal to call in, um, what I will do is I'm going to um, give you like a basic rundown about symbols and how I got started with symbols because I think a lot of people can relate to this. Um, when I first started out, um, was before I fully awakened to my ability. So um, I was often asking others that have had abilities for help. Um, and you know what? Give me a second. I'm actually, I think here's on the line. I'm actually going to pick him up. Hi, Kier. Yeah, this Hi. is me. I was just... <laughs> hey, how you doing? You're live on the air. I've got you. I was waiting for you to call in. Oh, okay, because we I was just sending with... you a text. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw you. And I, I saw your number, but then it disappeared, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, what happened here? I didn't touch it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, here, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. And how are you doing tonight? I'm doing uh, okay. I'm fine. Um, the weather's nice now. It's not so hot. But, yeah, I'm okay now. Lucky you. <laughs> you just kind of, like, rub that in my face. Because I'm down here in Florida, and I'm just like, I left my mother's house today, and she was like, where are you going? I was like, back home to hide from the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wouldn't mind being in Florida, so, you know... um. I'm actually kind of content now because you know, I may be moving back to Virginia, so I'm in an okay place now. Oh, that is good. That's good to hear. Well, I think that you were a lot happier in Virginia. Yeah, mm-hmm. here was Susan miserable in North Carolina. That's yeah. not your thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your place. Mm-mm, nope. Well, I, uh, me and Kier, I haven't talked to you in a few days. So the last mm-hmm. time me and Kier actually talked, me and Kier actually had a discussion to come up with some topics to talk about tonight. Um, and we both, I think, got overly excited about them. <laughs> um, I was just getting ready to start um, explaining that the reason why I actually got into symbols and translating symbols of all kinds is because in the beginning, before I had fully developed my abilities, um, I had a really understanding anything at all. And uh-huh. he kept telling me to meditate on it. 
you know, every time I asked someone a psychic a question, um, they were trying to help me develop, they would say meditate on it. And I would meditate on it, and I would proceed to get nothing. <laughs> uh, you know so, I don't like that word. <laughs> yes. So I would get so frustrated. I was probably like, you know, when it comes to developing in the beginning and, you know, being a member of a of a message board where I'm trying to get mm-hmm. help and people are trying to help me, um, I was probably like the bad patient. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. that's how I was. You know, um, I didn't believe anything anybody said. I didn't agree with anything anyone said. <laughs> I didn't understand mm-hmm. anything said. And I just overall didn't get it. <laughs> I was like the worst person to try to teach or help. Because even when somebody would try to help me, I would then say, okay, well, I don't really know if this, like, is true for me, what you're saying is true for me. So I'm going to just put this in my journal, and I'm going to wait for mm-hmm. time, you know, come to me whether it's true. And so I know I'm going to be frustrated as a person for someone to try to help. So mm-hmm. um, something deep down inside just said, don't rely on other people for, like, the answers that you need. Don't don't go off trying to rely on, you know, other people, other psychics, et cetera, et cetera. So I had this really mm-hmm. strong feeling I needed to figure it out myself. And so yep. I basically started using dreams. Um, mm-hmm. I literally started asking my guides to answer certain questions um, and give me guidance in my dreams. And then mm-hmm. I would interpret the dreams. Um, and that is what led me to be good with symbols and interpreting symbols. Um, so I think for everyone, there's a reason why they start using But not only in dreams, I also used to ask for symbols just in waking life. I used to ask for symbols, you know, through nature. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, certain animals would show up, certain insects would start bothering me. Um, and I used to actually also do readings for people outside by using symbols. I would literally, whatever question they'd ask me, I'd go outside, I'd sit, relax, and I would ask symbols animals, nature for the answer. And one at a time, those symbols would come. Now, sometimes it would be scary because if a snake shows up, that's kind of, you know, out a little bit. If all of a sudden, you know, look down and there's a snake, you know, slithering between your feet. <laughs> and, and I saw I saw one of your um, this was like one of your old blog posts and I had read it and I was you know I was just reading through it and I was like this is I can't believe that you know I, I found it fascinating because I was like wow it's crazy how because you're like the queen of interpretation I'm not even lying and then it's crazy how you know spirit notices that you're good at it so they give it to you like that all the time so I like that exactly exactly. You know, and I think it just proves, I mean, because I learned I learned about dreams, symbols, interpretation, and then before you knew it, that's how you're putting it. it yeah. Now. I mean, cause it's almost like my higher self, my guides, everything. They know that if they send it to me that way, they know I'm going to get it. They know. Yeah, it's your own personal language. It's like, okay, she's good in this, you know, she's great in this avenue, so we're going to keep giving it to her this way. 
Right, exactly. And then let me tell you, I get freaked out sometimes. Um, I was driving <laughs> down the street, heading towards home, and there was a whole bunch of crows off to my right, down the, right down the street from my street. Mm-hmm. And when I saw them, and as I was driving by, one of them called out, you know, started calling and calling <laughs> out. And I said out loud, I go, Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell everybody what um your symbol for crows are or means? What? Say that again. Yeah, so did you tell you did you tell everybody what your symbol for crow means? Oh yeah. You know, I the first time I saw the crow, I saw it in a neighbor's driveway. And it wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything, it was just around in the driveway. It wasn't making any noise. And so um I had heard, you know, the the crow has a really bad rap for being a mm-hmm. negative symbol. Um, mm-hmm. You know, take the crow, for example. So I look it up. I look up the symbolism, and I find that the crow could mean death, but doesn't always mean death. The crow, mm-hmm. um, when it comes out, that's an alert. It uses that call to warn other crows, like, of danger in the area. Mm-hmm. So just like a message, like, okay, Molly, you're getting you know, get close to cross that bad line. You need, you need to mm-hmm. step back. So it's not always about depth. Sometimes it's trying to give you a heads up to warn you maybe you're heading in the wrong direction, you know, to okay. alert you to something. Pay attention. That's what it's telling you. Pay attention. There's something getting really close to you. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. So that it's not always um doesn't always mean death it's not always bad sign so the first time i saw it i thought okay it's not always a bad sign so i'll wait and i'll see what happens and what this symbol is about because i knew one thing it was in my neighbor's driveway that means this isn't about me but it has to do with somebody close to me mm-hmm. well almost exactly three weeks later a friend of mine that i used to talk to all the time a football player it has to do with that. The next mm-hmm. time I saw the again, it was related to um it was down the street. When I saw it down the street and it called out as I had passed it three almost exactly three weeks later, um one of my clients' fathers died. So mm-hmm. No, I said the crow doesn't always mean death. It doesn't. However, so far, every time I have experienced the crow, it has been death. Oh. But, now, when um, you... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, now, when you see these symbols, do you also pick up things energetically, whether it's uh, impending death or whether it's something else? Like, you know... Do you pick up things like, oh, no, it's not this, it's this? Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, I always, um, I, I definitely always have this feeling that tells me this symbol means something. You know, okay. this, you know, sometimes a butterfly flies by and it's just a butterfly flying by. But yeah. I get a certain feeling when it actually, it is a symbol and it's meant for me to see it and it does mean something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
sometimes um, I get a feeling when it doesn't. I get this feeling when it has something to do with me, and then I get a feeling when it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's a different feel to it. Yeah. It's almost the energy is distant when it doesn't have anything to do with me. I literally, um, I don't feel like Hello? feel bad or anything when it, it has to do with someone else. But when it's okay. a little bit closer to home, yeah, it makes me kind of feel this feeling like, ooh, I need to figure this out really fast, as soon as possible. Um, uh-huh. You know, there's a little bit more anxiety when it's about me. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, there definitely is an intuitive feel when you see the symbol. Same thing if you see numbers. Um, associated with it, like you see that number, you see 1111, and you're just like, no. oh, yeah, yep. that that number always shows up. It's, it's funny how it shows up for me, because, you know, like, um, like I said before, like I was telling you, I'll see it, I'm just like, okay, whatever, like, you know, but now, like, I could be watching a YouTube video, as soon as I put the mouse on the timer where I wanted to go at, I'll see 1111, I'm like, oh, wow. But then I always ignore it, so yeah. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> it's funny. It. Yeah, I'm not looking for, or I look, and then you'll see the views, and it's like eleven, eleven. It's just like, okay, guys, I get it. <laughs> exactly. Well, and when it comes to numbers, um, that's actually how I discovered symbols as numbers. It's because mm-hmm. of my stats. On my when I first started my website, I had noticed my stats caught my eye one day, and it was seven seven seven. I then read an article about it, the meaning of seven seven seven. Lo and behold, by the next day, I noticed the article got like a thousand and something hits overnight. And I'm like, what oh, wow. is going on? Why did this article get so many hits? Well, it turns out. At the same time that I saw the number 777, the stock market had two 777. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, of course, everybody is asking, you know, reading the article and saying, well, you know, what does it mean? What does it all really mean? You know, and even though, yeah, I, I write the articles and I explain what the symbols mean, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're going to. That doesn't mean if you read an article on eleven eleven that you're gonna get what that means for you. Because yeah, it's more complex than others. Um, like for example, fives. Fives are pretty easy. Fives talk about um, change, and if you're seeing the angel number five, which means I'm talking about seeing that repeating number five five five, or you go mm-hmm. to the grocery store. Groceries end up being $55.55. Then you go to another store, it's $5.55. And then you see a license mm-hmm. plate, there's three fives. Um, this is basically telling you about change. There is some great okay. change coming up. And you can either accept it, and if you don't, change is going to happen to you. Because those okay. who can't embrace it, change happens to them, and it may not be pleasant. Okay. See, that, and I like that because you know how a lot of people says 11-11 means awakening? 
Well, to me, 11-11 is more so, to me, it's like a reminder, like, you know, reminders from spirit, basically. Like, okay, you know, we're still here for you, and that's what it tells me. So every time I see it, I'm always reminded, oh, we're here for you, you know, you know, we, you know, we ain't leave you. So that's what, you know, that's what it tells me. Who you are. It signifies who you are. Okay. You have been here before. You came here mm-hmm. on purpose. You came here for a specific purpose. You had a specific goal. You came here to help at this time of the mm-hmm. earth ascension. You wanted to be a part of this. Life is hard mm-hmm. for you. Most people who are the ones who see eleven eleven all the time, their life is also hard for them. Because mm-hmm. you came here Basically, in a way, you could say to fight the good fight. They came here to help the earth with dissension, and usually their lives are not easy. Mm-hmm. A lot of con, you know, while they're watching other people have easier lives, theirs at no at no point in time has it been easy for them. The okay. Who you are? Okay. You know, you were here before. You. You were here before, and you also did something similar at other points in time. For example, for some people, that may be during the time of Atlantis, or that may have been during Egyptian time. You were also here at other points in time when the earth was going through changes, and you played an important role then. You are back here now to again play an important role. So this isn't the first time you're doing this. You know, you've probably oh. done this. Clay, you know what I mean? You've so many lifetimes, but you've also been a part of an important ascension time during several times in the past. Yeah. That, that's funny because, you know, T told me the same thing. <laughs> that that like the, that resonated with me. I like that. Yes. And that's what it is. That's why the number 1111 is so difficult people to make sense of because it also can it means different things it doesn't just Mm -hmm. it's not simple quantum it means different things all at the same time it's not Mm -hmm. cut and dry as humans we're used to things being linear we're used to one word having one meaning right sometimes a couple but we're used to you know this means that and this means that we're used to it being linear and straightforward. Well, it's not. These number yeah. symbols are quantum. They have meanings on so many different levels. They yeah. mean this for you, but they also mean that for you. That's why when you, I like so, when you said you made your own, you did, you decided to go your own route because, you know, when some people say certain things mean something, I'm just like, no, nah, I just, you know, I just can't. I can't rock with that, and I'm just like, I, I. it just doesn't feel right to me. So, yeah, I understand yeah. when you said that. Yeah, the 11-11. Uh, um, I mean, even though I might understand it, know what it means, I got to tell you, I, I, I hate getting the question because it is so complex, and I know that I won't be able to make someone um, understand the way they need to. Yeah. After I it means I know that they're still not, but it's not going to make any sense to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's a complex symbol. Because it not only means who you, it not only 
symbolizes who you are. It's not only that number that's saying, wake up, this is who you are. You mm-hmm. know, you are playing a special role in this lifetime. It also stands for, it's also a code. Some of the numbers that you get are awakening codes. They're meant to okay. trigger an awakening. That doesn't mean they will always trigger an awakening because some people can ignore that, you know, alarm clock going off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some people will ignore it a couple of times in their life. I actually uh, interviewed a lady who said that the first couple of times she knew she was, like, kind of being poked at, but she ignored it the first couple of times, and she didn't actually start paying attention to it until she was in her 40s. Uh, And that was the same thing? Now I was going to say that was the same thing that happened to me when I was younger. I always felt drawn to, you know, just the unknown, but it was, I wasn't going the route to where it was self-discovery. I was doing it the Christian way, I guess. And then I guess yeah. later on, you know, a different phase happened. So, Right. And um, it's okay no matter what religion that you have a background in, you, you can still awaken when you're supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. Because sometimes we've been lucky that religion, it's given us a little bit and it hasn't damaged us too much. You know what I mean? It yeah, hasn't, yeah. You know, mess with our heads too much. So um, a lot of people are lucky. I mean, I know so many people who are still following whatever religion they were raised in, and they're managing to balance it. And I think that that's really good if you can do yeah. that. Um, yeah, that's great like me, we're going <laughs> way to the left or right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but the number means something to you. Um, but you've got to get away from the thought that it's clear-cut and simple, and this has to mean this one thing. No, sometimes things mean multiple things for you. It's not yeah. as cut and dry. And if you're waiting for simple then this will be difficult for you until you get to that point where you're like, oh, okay, I'm okay with it not being simple. I'm okay with it being complex like this. I'm okay with it being quantum. Okay, okay. See, we haven't to accept, you know, things that are quantum. We've been taught to accept things that are linear. We've been yeah. taught to accept order, organization, compartmentalization. That's what we were taught to understand, feel, you know, feel okay with. So Mm -hmm. if you don't, it's okay, don't freak out about it. You know, when it's time, you will get it. Mm -hmm. The numbers will keep coming. Yeah. Just notice them. It's good enough if you just simply notice them, even if you're like, even if you have to say, oh, how about that, 11-11, and then, you know, the last two weeks I was getting all five. How about that? If that's all you can say and all you can do and you can't understand more than that, that's good enough. You're yeah, it's, it's, almost, it's, it's almost as if, like, it draws my complete attention. Like, sometimes I'll see one, two, three, four, and then I'll look away and I'm like, oh, one, two, three, four. Like, it draws – and I don't do it on – like, it just happens. And I'm like, oh, okay, that must mean something. But I'm just – you know, I look at it, acknowledge it, fake spirit mentally, just be like, okay, thank you. And now um, we're going to take a call, but before we do, um, let me just say that 
for those of you who have um, been getting the, the same different symbols, numbers, animals, butterflies, and that you open to and that, um, you know, you're okay with them helping you out in this way and trying to give you guidance in this way. And then you'll allow, you'll be allowing it and, and it'll happen for you more often. And then all you have to do is just remember, I mean, it's only a simple search on the Internet away to find out. Sorry, that was my cell phone. I forgot to turn it off. Uh, to find out what it um to find out what it means. I use dream dictionaries. I use dreammood.com. That's my favorite dream dictionary to use for interpretation. Um so um find whatever your favorite dream dictionary is. And it doesn't matter whether we're talking dream symbols or whether we're talking symbols that you see in your waking life. Um Use the dream dictionary, read the meaning, and then basically ask yourself, okay, what does this point to that I have going on in my life? Okay, here, while I'm letting Tyler in the house, can you um, can you um, talk about dreaming as a psychic? Sure. Hello? Right back. Wait, okay, say that? Hold on. Say that? You, can, you talk about dream, can you talk can about talk dreaming about, as a psychic ability? Yeah, sure. Um, well, how I use dreams as an ability, what I do is I'll ask a question, you know, before I go to sleep, or I don't even have to really think about it before I go to sleep because sometimes my subconscious is already processing it. So... Say, for instance, if I'm having a heart, like this one time, I had told Sherry how I had a problem with, you know, connecting with my guys and angels. And I was pondering this throughout, you know, the day. And it was, like, really bugging me how I felt like I couldn't trust the information that I was getting. Like, I was getting information, but I didn't know how to trust it. So I was pondering this throughout the whole process of my development. And then eventually it occurred that (laughs) my guys started – actually talking to me in my dreams, but coming in as random people I've never seen before. So this one dream I had, I was sitting down and I was at this library and I was talking to this friend. Now, I didn't know this friend, but, you know, we knew each other. I guess basically, you know, on a, you know, it was almost as if, you know, I just went along with the process of the dream. So as I'm talking to him, I had this lady, this librarian lady who comes up to me, and she's like, um, excuse me, are you going to do this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm helping her out, I guess, with the library, but I'm also talking to my friend. So she's like, are you going to help her? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a second, you know, I'm, I'm going to be there. So she like, she's like, oh, okay, okay. So as I'm talking to this friend, I'm talking for a while, and I'm supposed to be doing this job at the same time that this lady assigned me. So she comes back, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You said such and such and such. But the thing is, I didn't actually say what this person told me to do. It was almost as if you said, yeah, 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 and brush off. You know how kids do. You said to do this and this and this. So she left, she, she smiled, and so she comes back, and... 
she says, well, no, I get up and then I go do the job. And then she starts coming back. When I see her again, she's like, okay, so we start talking. And so she's basically telling me everything. And I'm like, gosh, I'm like, are you my guide? She's like, yes, yes, I am your guide. And it was so amazing, you know, for that to happen. And then it was basically confirmation that, you know, to me, I'm always putting up that wall for a spirit to come through, but they're always there for me. They're giving me information. I'm not trusting it. And sometimes I'm either pushing them away. So it's like, I'm just putting up the wall for them to tell them to stand up, you know, stay away from me. And that's what I have been doing. Sometimes I get mad at my guides. Well, in the past, I got mad at them and, you know, put that wall up because I, I just didn't want to deal with it at the time because of me going through life at the same time, too. And eventually, it wasn't the first time this happened. It was actually another time when I was in my dreams and all of a sudden, this guide appears to me. I ask him, I'm lucid. I'm like, okay, come to me come to me. And usually when I do this, I get afraid and then because I feel them coming. I just, I, I, I can't handle it. So this time I'm like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Come to me right now. I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you. So then all of a sudden this huge wolf comes to me and I'm not scared. I'm just so surprised. I'm like, why would a wolf? And then it answered my, it was crazy how spirit works because they know that you get the symbols that give you. So it was almost a wolf as off, it came to me as if a wolf off of a twilight, like a big wolf. And I was like, oh, this wolf came to me as a, this guy came to me as a wolf because I requested that they come to me in some type of shamanic way, some type of shamanic, you know, Indian way. So it basically sent me a wolf because I asked for him to come to me as like a shaman. So that was very profound. And, man, it's, man, you, oh, also, I'm trying to think what else. You can also ask for signs before you go to sleep, and then as you start to record your dreams, you start to realize that you actually do get the answers that you request for. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember so, yeah, that. That was, that was pretty cool. So you were just, what is up with the wolf? You said what? I remember at first you were like, what is up with the wolf? Why was the wolf yeah. there? I remember. Yeah, and that was amazing because it, you know, it was just the thought of like, okay, why would they send me? And I was like, oh, okay, he sent me this because I asked for them to show. I wanted like some type of shamanic guy. So I guess later on that's the type of, that's how they came to me. And it, and it the instant thought like, oh, that's why they did that. So, yeah, that, I was just explaining how you can use them as an ability just to ask for it sometimes, or sometimes you could just be pondering it, you know, throughout the day. I told her, I explained, I don't know if you heard, but I explained also how I was a little upset because my guides weren't, in, in my way, they weren't giving me what I was asking for, and they started showing up in my dreams. Right, exactly, exactly. And often, um, a lot of times your guides will show up in your dreams. It's just that it's hard for you to recognize them. Mm-hmm. And so I always tell people, you know, you can ask your guides, the angels, ascended masters, to show up a certain way. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like your way how you do it. <laughs> I, in the beginning, I asked that the angels show up as any character from my favorite soap opera that I was watching at the time, General <laughs> Hospital. 
And then for the Ascendant Masters, I asked them to show up as one of the characters, one of my favorite actors. Like, my favorite <laughs> actors are like, you know, um, like John Travolta's one. So I used to get, um, you know, the Ascendant Masters showing up as John Travolta <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> but, but this is a way that then you can recognize and not be just trying to figure out, okay, kind of felt like it was a guy. It also mm-hmm. said to you that kind of dated some of the guy. But this took a little bit of the question out of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, this made it a little bit clearer to you. And they don't mind. They don't mind because what you're saying is, I really do like the help. But it's more obvious when it's you. Mm-hmm. You know? Um because then it changes how you interpret what you got in your dream. And a lot of mm-hmm. times those dreams are always just dreams. Often they're out-of-body experiences that you were having. Oh, yeah. Where you let <laughs> body sleep to go and spend time with your guides, you sit in Masters the Angel, for them to guide you, help you, teach you. Um, that happens quite often. I forgot, I actually had a dream where one of my guides ran up to me. It was running full speed. I'm standing across, and I'm looking at him. So she, if the guy runs up full and starts to push me, basically. And I'm looking at him, like, dead in their face while they're pushing me, and they're smiling, and they're actually pushing me out of body. So I had that experience, too. Oh, okay, I got you. So you actually have the memory of when yeah. you actually got your body. Mhm. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome <laughs> that you had that. Yeah, because often people don't. You know, they also often don't have any memory of right after they got out and sometimes yeah. right before they got back. Usually it's that mm-hmm. middle part. Um, yeah, let's, yeah. Let let's um, take a caller. Uh, mm-hmm. This caller is from Airpods. Three four seven. Hi, you're live on the air. Thank you for holding. This is Sherry Hi. and Pierre. Hey, how, how you doing? doing? Hi. Hi, how y'all doing? Good. Good. Okay. This is Sabrina from the Bronx. <laughs> What's your name? Bronx, New York. Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, have we talked to you before? No. This is my first time calling oh. in. Okay, that, that I, I pay attention to the area code. When I see a familiar area code, I always have to ask. I knew uh, it was from New York, so that I, when she said 347, I was like, oh, this is a New York number, so. Yeah. yeah um, so I'm how is the weather up there? It's beautiful. Today we oh, like went almost 80 degrees. Oh. Yeah. So summer is definitely here. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had a, a love center. Like a long time, but I'm still a New Yorker at heart. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so what can, what can we help you with? Did you have questions? Um, I, I, I just wanted some general information to see if there was any message from Spirit for me. 
Okay, say that again because you're breaking up just a little bit. I don't know if it's on my end or yours, but say that one more time. Okay, do I sound better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I want, Yeah, I was on my earpiece. Maybe that was uh, interesting. Um, my question was to find out if there's any message from Spirit for me. Something, um, I'm getting that, something about, um, oh, yeah, uh, there's something about a job. Um, I don't know if you um, already have a job or you're looking for a new job. But I'm looking. something to do with a job, and it has something to do with um, moving in the right direction. Okay. Um, there's something... Right now, there is um, there is something that you some news or something that you've gotten. Um, something someone has told you that possibly emotionally uh, affected you emotionally, um, and that is what's really going on right now in the present for you. There is. Something now. I don't know if that has to do with the job. I don't know if I'm connecting these together the right way, but definitely, someone's told you something that affects you emotionally. Is it? Are you? Okay. Is it something in a relationship? I'm no. not currently in a relationship. No, it's on family. It's family. Something is going on with family and if it's in a relationship and you're getting ready to come to a new phase, something is getting ready to change with, um, it has to do with your family or a family member. They've recently said something to you that has had an emotional effect on you. Okay. But still, I still get something. And the thing is, is regarding that, now, often with these things, it's not unusual for, like, within the next couple of days after I say something like this, it's not unusual for something to happen and then for the person to go, oh, okay, this must have been what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye open for that because that's that's happening in your present moment. So that means if that hasn't happened, I'm giving you the heads up right now. Someone's going to tell you something. Someone's going to bring you news of something that is going to affect you on an emotional level. It's going to affect your family. It's going to mean a change. So I don't know if this is a family member coming to you and telling you, that they're getting ready to move because that's the feeling I'm getting. That somebody's getting ready to tell you that they're moved or they're they're getting ready to make some major change, and it's going to take them on a trip somewhere. Okay. And, and it's going to be a major trip, so I feel like this isn't just a vacation. This is a permanent move. 
that somebody's getting ready to tell you that they're getting ready to make. And it's going to take them away, not just for like a vacation period of time, but this is a relocation or they're going somewhere for a long period of time. Okay. So that's what you need to, I mean, if I got that, that means that's something you need to watch out for because it's something that's going to affect you emotionally. And with the heads up, you'll be able to take it better. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm getting something about a job, though, Okay, well, my current situation, I'm not employed. I have been looking for employment, but I also would like to open up my own business. But my financial situation at the moment is not well. So if the job comes, I'll be able to move forward. Things are going to start to balance out for you. Mm Mm-hmm. before you feel like financially they're completely turning around. Um, You've got a little bit of time to wait it out, but I'm being told that you're heading in the right direction. With whatever you're doing, you are heading in the right direction, so keep doing whatever you're doing. But just know you need to be patient a while longer because it's coming. You know, Mm -hmm. like that, that happy day where you're content, you've got everything you want and life is good, <laughs> that day is coming. However, you're going to have to be patient a while longer because it's not exactly right around the corner. Um, it's not more than okay. six months. It's less, it's less than six months away. So we're not talking about an extremely long time to wait, but it is going to require you to be patient. Keep doing whatever you're doing right now because you are heading in the right direction. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing that really strongly. Um, it, for some reason, what it, the direction you're heading in, it's important for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. I don't exactly know why it's important, but it's important for you on all levels, even spiritual levels, so spiritual, physical Mental, emotional, it's important for you on all levels. Um, okay. This is leading you somewhere. Where you're going right now, you're literally being led someplace, and it's important that you get there. So it's going to be very important that you just be patient. Okay. Because, and, and I, I mean. I, I relate to that. I do. I do. Yeah. And I'm open um, to the spiritual realm. Yes, I mean I do. I I feel that I I feel that it's not just that. Yeah, the financial part is going to be worked out. I actually feel that there's more to it than maybe you realize. That there's a reason mm-hmm. why you have to get to where you're going. It's for more than you even know. It'll make okay. sense once you get there. Once you get there, it will make sense. But within the next six months, it's going to require you to have some patience. Okay. But you're going to end up in an awesome place, and it's going to be good. 
just be patient the next six months and you will get this. Just keep doing whatever you're doing. Okay. So keep enjoying that weather. Send me down some cooler weather if you can because I'm, like, really hot down here. <laughs> uh, no, no more cool weather for us. We had a rough winter. I'm, I'm glad it's gone. So if we got to cook a little bit, you, 80s, 90s, I can live with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of relatives in New York, and my mother had said, oh, it was 90 there the other day. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I was like, I can't go there either. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I could, I would. But I'll just enjoy it for now. And yeah, I, I, I thank here. you. That information, yeah, that information mm-hmm. is helpful and insightful. Yes, it you'll is. be okay. You're heading in the okay. right direction. That sounds all right. Time. Say again, Thank please. You Thank you for having me. I enjoyed the show thus far. Oh, thank and, you. I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah we, we were excited about talking about symbols today. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been interesting because when I was younger, I I didn't understand a lot of stuff. But as I've matured in age and stuff, I understand symbols. Everything has a purpose. It It, it means something. So... When I see a symbol that I'm not used to, I'm not accustomed to, I don't take it for granted. I don't. Exactly. hmm Exactly. Everything has it's a purpose. A, yeah, and it's amazing. I mean, when you see how the universe works, how God works, you know, mm-hmm. how that help comes through, it's just like, has your has you sitting there with your mouth hanging open? I swore I heard my um, higher self one time say, Sherry, close your mouth. You know, because yeah, sometimes you're I can so believe, <laughs> I can believe that. I, I have those moments, and I say, oh, oh, okay. I, I sit back, yeah. I receive it, all right, let me listen, let me pay attention. Exactly. And God is good all the time, so I, I don't doubt too much. I don't. I don't fret. But I thank you for that, your your wisdom and your gift and your insight and and I wish you well and all that you do. And you too. And call back in and let us know, you know, in the next few months how things are going. I will. I will give you an update. Okay, and you have a good night, and we'll put you back on hold so you can continue listening. Okay, thank you. You have a good night, Elsa. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, here, oh, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, here, are you there? <laughs> I'm here. Hi, how are you? I, hello? You're on the air, I'm, hi, Kier. I'm here. I, wait, wait, can you hear me? I'm you know, I can hear I can hear you. It. Oh, sorry. I know you did because I know a lot of noise is like happening every time. I was like, gosh, you know, I hope she mutes me. My sister ran up. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say to Sabrina, she was still on what I was picking up before you guys started talking. I just hope I just uh, when she asked the question of uh, where the spirit half of me, I was just picking up. Keep um, hope and faith in your decision. That's all I got. Yeah, I heard <laughs> 
I heard your sister start chasing you, so I muted <laughs> you, but then I unmute you. <laughs> it's all right. Well, we have we have a caller live on the air now from seven two seven area code, and let me see if my guess is good. I think that's the Tampa area. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yes, I recognized it. You're not too far from me. Oh, yes. Well, thank you for holding. Did you want to just listen to the show, or did you have a question? No, I had a question. Oh, okay. What's your question? Okay, so I was just wondering about my love life. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't get your name. My name is Lisa. Lisa, okay. Yeah. Okay, and you said your love life, right? Uh Uh-huh. I did. I'm sorry. I have to apologize to everybody tonight. I don't know what's going on with the sound. I know know Blog Talk Radio doesn't have the best audio, but it's, like, really cracking up tonight. Uh Uh-huh. But... uh, I get this right. Okay. You, first of all, what I'm what, what I'm getting is that in the past you were making me attempt to try to what I call work towards either finding a relationship or to work on one that you had. I see that you put some work into something, but I also see that it didn't have the results that you wanted. If you didn't get the outcome that you wanted in the past relationship. Right now, you are in a state where you're just basically, I really get that you're, um, I know you want to know about your love life, but I kind of get that you're, I don't know, this is going to sound really weird, but I feel like you're not in the game. You know, I kind of feel like yeah, you you want you want that you want that love that's going to be um, the one that's right and perfect for you. But I actually feel like in some way now there is um there is somebody that's going to be coming your way, and he's not. He's not going to be right for you. You're going to meet someone. He's not going to be right for you. He's going to be, um, and this will help give you the heads up to who you're who you're looking for that actually isn't going to be the one. He's actually um, going to be kind of uh, a, a, not a person that has a control problem, but he's going to be more of an in-charge type of guy. However, mm-hmm. he's not going to be a sidekick. You are actually then going to go into a state of basically solitude. And I don't mean solitude in a negative way. 
I mean that you're basically going to take a break. You're going to make this conscious decision to just sit down and take a break. Now, after that, after you take a little bit of a break, you're um, you're actually going to meet more than one person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it causing a problem. I just what I see is that you're going to meet more than one person, and this may be a situation where you actually aren't sure of which which one you should go with. You're going to meet a couple of people at the same time. Where oh, wow. you're going to be like, okay, well, this one's nice, but this one's nice, too. This one's good-looking, but this one's good-looking, too. Um, and you're going to have a hard time making the decision, but um, you have to be very careful because whenever you get into a situation like that, you've got to be careful because if you wait too long to make the decision which one you're going to go more towards, you're in that area of playing with fire. Now, I know that this, like, what I'm saying doesn't give much hope. I mean, I know most people want to hear that their dream guy is, like, right around the corner, but he's not yet. But that doesn't okay. mean anything to that. Um, sometimes you're not ready yet to meet the guy who is meant for you. There may be some lessons, there may be some experiences you need to go through before you meet that guy who's right for you. Okay. He's not going to be fit for you until you're really ready for him. And there's a couple of more guys that you've got to go through to date before you're really ready for the one. That one mm-hmm. that you say, I've been waiting for all my life. Because, see, the thing is, the universe isn't going to waste the guy on us. Um, a lot of people, they get, like, jaded from past relationships. You know what I mean? You have enough past relationships that don't work out or are bad, and you get jaded. But the reality is, is those past relationships were getting you ready to be ready mm-hmm. for that one was the one. It's not time yet. Mm-hmm. So just and, well, the couple of guys that you meet and you get into a relationship with, these are going to be more for lessons and the experience, what you need to learn still and what you need to work on. Because you're not yet at a state where you're ready for the one. But he's he's coming. But okay. yeah. not yet. It's, okay. uh, Sherry. Sherry, I was going to, you know, I'm sorry, Lisa. I'm kind of, I'm new to this and I'm, you know, Sherry's helping me out, but I was waiting because I'm trying to work on trusting myself. But when Sherry was like, you know, saying the thing that she was saying, I, when I, um, when you asked the question about relationships, I, I felt, you know, I felt like a rising and I heard telepathically, yes, but then I also heard slow down and that's what I heard. Okay. Yeah. And that's all I had got. Yeah, that would make sense because you don't want to push the issue. You don't want that guy who is the man of your dreams to come before you are ready. Because if he comes before you are ready, and you take the bull by the horse, you can actually end up next to him because 
and you don't want to do that. Because there is a guy that's out there that is going to be your great guy. But there are some lessons and experiences that for some reason the universe wants you to go through first before you get to that guy. So that's why I say, even though this may not sound positive, this is actually quite the norm for almost all of us. This is what we go through in life before we get to the one. You know, I I kind of embrace all the, you know, bad relationships I had in the past because um, I eventually one day saw that they all taught me something. I got something out of all of them. I learned something from all of them. And it kind of made me the person that I am today. I learned something from everyone. You're still learning. And you've got a couple more to go through before you're ready for the one. The question is, are you okay with that? Can you can you be patient? Can you get through a couple of more until, you know, Prince Charming is handed over to you? Right. How do you feel about that? I feel okay with that. Because it's all going to depend on you. You know, it's all going to depend on you and um, how you're going to be able to um, see the experiences that you have to go through with these guys. I mean, nothing's bad. It's nothing bad. It's just lessons. Right. You know, I don't anything particularly negative. Um, enjoy, uh, what I would say is, you know, in, enjoy getting to know, you know, as you, the next couple of people you date, enjoy getting to know them, you know, and leave off the relationship as friends, and you will have ended up with a couple of good friends, and then you're going to, you know, finally meet the guy who is the one and you're really going okay. to be ready. And he's going to be ready, too. Yeah. Because that is that is a part of the holdup. It's not just you. It's that you both need to be ready for each other. So just like you have some more lessons to go through, so does he. When you finally meet, you're going to be really ready for each other. And this is going to be an awesome relationship that you have. It, oh, believe okay. me, it will it'll be worth the wait, believe me. Okay. And I think he's going to be, um, I don't know, Kier's probably going to laugh when I say this, but because I already told him, it's like, okay, I'm not seeing someone that I know. I'm actually seeing somebody that I don't know. So I feel pretty safe in giving a description. This is going to be, um, now you can tell me what you think about this after I say it. This is going to be a Caucasian guy. He's going to have well-manicured hair. He actually reminds me of the actor from, um, what is it called? Um, Burn Notice. This is TV show. 
this action adventure okay. TV show Burn is the main character. If you can, um, you could probably see a trailer or something of it on YouTube. Go and look at a trailer. No. He, the guy I'm seeing reminds me of that guy who is the like the lead in that TV show. You know, well manicured okay. hair, neat looking, pleasant looking guy, um, trim, um, just nice, pleasant personality. Caring, that's that's the guy that I'm seeing that you're going to end up with in the end. This That's what I'm getting. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you know what actor I'm talking about. Yeah, I know that guy. I know the guy in Bird Notice. I do. Okay. Okay, that's what I'm, that, the guy that I'm seeing reminds me of him. Okay. That's not bad. I kind of thought that yeah, actor was hot. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and even his character's personality—he had this um, sweet, caring personality. Right. Exactly. That's why, and I think that's why I'm getting this feeling like, you know, when you guys finally meet, it's going to be really good. You know, this is going to oh, be okay. the guy that makes me feel like this is the guy I've been waiting for. This is right. the guy I've been, been hoping every one of the other guys I met were like, but they weren't. Yeah. So that's, just, just be patient. He's coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I hope we were able to help you. Um, oh, yeah, very helpful. I, yeah, I wish I could have told you you were going to meet him in two weeks, but, you know, the fact that he's coming is still awesome. Sure. You know, I actually am interested in somebody right now, and um, I'm surprised you didn't pick up on the guy that's around me now. See, I'm getting right now, in the present moment, I'm actually getting that you're getting ready to be um, more in a state of solitude. Okay. That's actually what I'm getting right now. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I'm not really sure why, but that's what I'm getting. I'm getting that. I don't know if it or it's possible that, I don't know, do you guys not get to see each other that much, or is there something where yeah. you're not getting? Yeah, okay. we don't. Yeah, we don't see each other very often. Okay, that makes more sense then. Okay, that's I I interpreted as um, a state of solitude, but okay. um, it, it means that yeah, solitude as in you're not getting to see him that often. You guys are separated, so you're alone, as in alone apart from each other. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we are I'm, definitely. But I I am I mean, showing there's something, there's a guy coming after him before you meet the dream guy. There's this guy that started to message me from California today. Um, so I don't know if that's another guy or. 
I don't even know. Uh, but, you know, it's possible um, because, like I said, um, I saw the burn, a guy that re- to me resembled the burn notice guy. Um, yeah. I, I just usually with actors, I always think California. I do usually think Los Angeles. I don't normally think. I don't normally think actor from New York. I normally think California when it comes to movies and TV shows. So yeah, it's possible. I don't know what he looks like, but um, if he fits the description, then I keep one eye on him. <laughs> Yeah, he's real clean cut looking. And the other one that I'm that I like that's in Florida is not clean cut looking at all. He's got a beard and he's got really crazy curly hair and he's half Cuban and um I mean I think he's very attractive too. But this other guy's super clean cut looking and he just started messaging me recently. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really reading that much into it, but the other one that um, he, him and I are having a little space from each other, do you feel like that's going to change? Say that again? This period of, you know, like, oh, sorry, I'll take you off speakerphone. I was just listening to you. I wasn't talking that much. Does that make it better? Uh, uh, period, you said a period of what? Yeah, like we have been taking kind of some time off from not off, but we've been not really seeing each other very much. He's he's been really busy recording an album, and I, I have been really enjoying my solitude. I really have. I've been meditating a lot and kind of trying to, um, yes. you know, get my life in order. I'm that you're you're more heading towards this state of solitude, literally by yourself, solitude. Okay, a state of a of silence when it comes to relationships. Um, and it may be the, um, when I talked about there being two guys, you know, the, the two guys you've been talking to may have been the two guys that I picked up on. Right. I don't talk to the other one very often. I just gave him my phone number today. I mean, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. It lives kind of far away and, you know. I mean, I don't yeah, really have feelings for the guy. Because that would mean um, that we're not that far off from you meeting the guy that's really, really right and good for you. Um, unless it's the one that you've already met that's you know, the clean-cut one that matches the description of what I, um, which is possible because the thing is is that sometimes you meet a person and it takes a little while, especially if you're not um, living in the same city. Um, it, sometimes it could take a little while before you really kick-start things. Before but things you, don't really think, get you, don't see, you don't see that other guy and I coming back together at all. The one? The, the one that's one? got the curly, the curly hair, yeah, the the other one. No. Actually, I don't see that working out. Okay, is there I don't a reason? See it out. Yeah, well, first of all, I see you going, ending up in a state of solitude being alone. There's okay. this period of time where you're you're alone. It's just you. 
and you're in solitude. Right. And but then there's still two guys in your life, but it's not that one. Oh, okay. I'm not, but see, I'm not getting that anything bad happens. I'm getting, um, what I'm getting is a lot of, like, what I was saying in the present moment, um, I was getting that you were in a um, phase of almost being alone, but I guess that was because you're not, you guys aren't seeing each other that much, so I guess that's why I'm getting that, you know, you're not really, um, you're not really in it. That's why I felt no, like not. that's a mm-hmm. to you. I always kind of feel like yeah. you're you know, you're you're not really in it somehow. Um not but I'm not getting that in the present moment that you're totally alone. I'm just getting that there's this solitude somehow. And then that goes on to um then I was picking up that the man that we're talking about he is a strong man, but I'm getting that he's going out of the picture. It's like he's still a player in the game, but I, I'm getting that he's, he's slowly leaving the picture. And where you end up is in this state of solitude where you're, you're just alone. And you're almost purposely there. It's almost like you're, I don't know if it's because when you split, you make this Decision. I'm just going to chill out for a little bit. But that's what I'm getting, that you actually, you're being alone isn't because you're forced to be alone, but it's because you almost make that decision. You know what? I'm going to relax and I'm just going to, you know, be here by myself for a little while. And then that's when you go into that phase where there's two guys in the picture that's the phase that you really need to watch out for. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> yeah, really need to watch out for that. You're cracking me. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen this. Be- I've gotten this before. So that's why I'm just like, oh yeah, I've gotten this before, and I couldn't yeah. remember. This sounds really funny. But one time when I got this before, as I'm telling the person and I'm explaining to them that I see that they're going to have this situation where there's two guys in the picture, and I told them, be very careful, because what I'm getting is this is a situation of you could be playing with fire. And after I say everything I have to say, then that's when the lady explains to me that she's been seeing two guys at the same time. I mean, she didn't quit cheating on them. She didn't see it that way. You know what I mean? She didn't yeah. see anything she was doing as being harmful. But I'm like, you know, that may be so. You know, you may not have that intention, but you still may be playing with fire. So that's why I said. Yeah, well, because you could lose both of them if they find out about each other or get jealous. or yeah. Exactly. And then you could lose your opportunity. If one of them is the right one, you could lose your opportunity. And that's why I feel like I'm getting the, okay, be careful. Um, If you come to the situation where there's two guys and you're trying to decide between them, you better make that decision pretty fast. Yeah. Don't linger too long. Try really hard not to. 
the guy with the curly hair, you think he's completely out of the picture and he's never coming back, and then, then there's two brand new ones. Yeah, I'm getting no. Yeah. I'm okay I'm getting with pretty that. Sure. I mean, I'm not really attached to him. I don't think, yeah, but I don't think it's going to be like that clear cut, it, in, it ends and you never hear from him again. I don't think so. I'm kind of feeling like, I mean, you still, you're in contact with each other. Um, it's still going along. There's no breakup, but it dwindles. I'm getting this, like, um, it fizzles out eventually. I don't get that anything bad is going to happen. I don't get that there's going to be some bad breakup or anything. I just literally get that it just kind of fizzles out. And that's why I don't even feel like either one of you are overly hurt or affected by it. I feel like there's a naturally fizzling out of it. Okay. Yeah, I know. I got my feelings hurt already because he wasn't really coming towards me or passionate about me, so I kind of backed off. I don't know. I just felt like. He was in a different place in his life because he just had a breakup. And so he doesn't really want a relationship yet with anyone. He's just sorting through his own emotional baggage. You know what I mean? So I'm giving him space. Huh? Exactly. So this is, But this is what he's telling you, right? Um... Kind of, yeah. I mean, we were friends first, and then I started really getting attracted to him, and I told him, and then he was kind of playing with the idea. Then he kind of backed off. He just was real flaky with me, and I got irritated. I, I have a temper. So I got really angry with him. And I was like, look, if you make plans with me, you're not, you know, you can't do this to me. So then now we're not, we're not even spending time together or anything. So, and I don't know, if I'm not going to reach out to him. And if he doesn't reach out to me, then then, then it's done. And uh, that's it. Because before, I was doing all reaching out, and he was doing I did ask specifically about him. And huh? I can tell you, I did ask more specifically. It is physical now. Now, how long it takes yeah. to ask up to you? Um, you, can, yeah. you can be strong and you can put an end to this whenever you want to. Um, right now, he is just, he's taking up space in your life, maybe not yeah. in a bad way. He's not in a bad way. And he, I don't feel like he has bad intentions or anything. But he is taking No, up he doesn't. And for as long as he's there, the next one can't really fully come to you. Yeah, do you feel like he's do you feel like he really kind of does want to be in my life and he's just you know like he wants to hold on to me? No, you know, I'm getting I'm getting mm-hmm. the state where mm-hmm. he draws away completely. That's You're getting what? Where, that's, he's heading towards a state where he's going to draw away completely. Yeah, I can see that. So that's why I say you can um you can let go of this at any time you want to. Yeah. You know, if you're ready to 
move on. I'm not in pain over it anymore. It was it was pretty painful before, but I'm not in pain about it now. But it was painful before because I really liked him, and I just felt really rejected. I'm like, why can't you like me back? But he just had some shit going on that. That's a good sign if you're no longer in pain and you feel like, oh, okay, I'm over it. You know, I'm not overly emotional about this anymore. That's a good sign. Oh, yeah, it was real painful for about a month, but I'm kind of in that state where I'm, I don't know, it's weird when I look at his picture now, I don't get those, like, you know, like, when you, like, have that teenager feeling about a guy, you're like, oh, I really like him, he's so cute, like, that's, I've lost that, so there has been a little bit of a fizzle, plus he's hurt me so much that, you know, I don't know, but, like, I don't know, he probably could reach out again to me, he probably could, because he probably... He could get to a point where he really misses me, you know? Hello? Um, Hi. I mean, yeah, I totally understand. I totally understand. But I think it's um, a big clue to you is that you've lost that hurt. You've lost that huge emotional response to what's going on. Yeah, I have. I really have. Now, unless you want it to come back, you know, you might want to see that as your chance to make a clean break. <laughs> to get him what's next for you. you know? <laughs> yeah, make a clean break. You mean, you could sound like it's so dirty. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's great if you can end it in a good place. That's always a good thing, you know, and you're there. And, you know, I think that you're a strong woman. And I think that, you know, you'll be just fine because um, it seems like already that next guy is already coming in already or trying to come in. Yeah. You can allow the next guy to go ahead and come in. If you mean the guy from California? <laughs> yeah, the guy that looks all like the burn unit, the burn notice guy. He's I think that's the one that's trying to Huh? Say it again? He's clean cut looking, that's for sure. Yeah, I think that's the one that's trying to push through and come in. He's not going to be out of the way. But, you know, you don't, you're not in a hurry. Take your time. But you just got to know that that next one can't come until you're the last one out. Yeah. Well, he lives all the way in California, so I don't, I don't really view it as a serious situation because I'm in Florida, and, I mean, that's kind of a far distance. Um, I I don't feel that you should really worry about the distance where he's at. For some reason, I don't know why, but I. I feel like it's there's so much background noise. That other guy got noise going on. The one you have on the line. Okay, <laughs> I had to. Sorry, here I had to. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay, okay I'm sorry I'm here. here. I had to mute. Okay. 
Um, I feel like that you shouldn't be concerned with the distance. You shouldn't be concerned with where he lives at versus where you live. Okay. Let things take their, just let things take their natural course. You know, let the universe work that out. If it's meant to be, the universe will work it out for you. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm pretty open-minded about stuff like that. Just, you know how it is. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, embrace your inner child and go with the flow. I am. That's what I kind of feel like. I just, I think it's so funny that this, this other guy is kind of just, I don't know how to explain it. Like how he's just sort of, I don't know. Are you ready to let go or are you not ready to let go of the current one that you're, you're yeah, in the I think current I think I'm pretty close to getting letting go because I don't see him. And, you know, if he's going to make – he usually makes an effort to see me about once a month, and it's just gross. I'm like – like if he reaches out to me again, I may I might not be mean, but I might be like, "Honey, why why bother?" You know what I mean? Like, why do you want to? Why do you want to hang? Like, and I'm not even gonna be mean about. It. I'm just gonna be like, "Well, what's the reason for us to spend time together? Why would we do that?" Yeah, I do feel like you're getting close to letting go, but just don't feel like you know there's a hurry. Um, but yeah, I do feel like you're ready to just about let go. When do you feel like he'll be contacting me next? Usually, um, within the next it's so weird. Usually, we see each other on the seventeenth of the month. It's the weirdest thing. On the seventeenth, eighteenth of every month, we or every other month, we usually kind of like he reaches out. Seems like around that time. I don't know why. It's weird. I feel like if this is in about four months is when um, he's going to go into that state where he's just going to totally pull back in about four months. Oh, he's going to pull back in four months? Yeah, he's going to go into a state of just like, I mean, if you already think that you're not seeing him that much right now, he's going to go into, he's going to go deeper that way in about four months. I can't months. imagine it any deeper. I mean, he's so deep in now. It's like, and so then, like, how really, like, kind of, that's how what? it's gonna fizzle out. Though, that's how it's gonna fizzle out. Yeah, that's gonna pretty much be like the the end of it. How it fizzles out is that in about four months, you know, it, it's gonna have completely fizzled out, and you know, whatever you know, whatever shell he's been periodically going into, he's gonna go in permanently for a while, and that's gonna <laughs> be it. It's just gonna fizzle out. Is it because I've gone into a shell and not, I'm kind of doing my own thing? No. Is he reacting? No. No, I'm not getting that this is for any specific reason, reason other than himself and what he's got going on and whatever he's dealing with in life. This doesn't have to, yeah. I'm not getting that it has anything to do with you. Okay. Okay. You know, I almost feel like, I, I almost want to say maybe if you guys had met at a different time. That's how we almost feel. Like maybe if you guys had met at a different time, but right now, at this time, I felt in like his when life, I first met him, I wasn't interested in him at all. When I first met him, and then, then all of a sudden, like 
don't know, it was like two months in, I was like, oh, my God, I think I have a crush on this guy, and it was kind of surprising. And I actually told him, and then he was kind of responding to it a little bit. Like, you know, like, he seemed, like, really interested, and I don't know, and then it was weird. Like, I got my feelings hurt really, really bad once, and then I, I pulled way back. I got pissed off. And then now we're we're kind of talking again, but not really. It's not really... It's like we've gone through. I've gone through a series of being hurt, like my feelings getting hurt by him, and I don't think he meant to do it in a mean way, but it just happened. You know where he would say something to me that made me feel hurt or do something, like make plans and then not follow through, and I would get my feelings hurt. Huh? Key question. Here's the key question: Is he saying anything to you that lets you know that he wants you in his life? Is he saying anything that lets you know that he wants you in his life and he does not want to lose you? No, obviously not. Like, we're not even really communicating that at all. Like, there's no phone calls, there's no text, there's nothing. Um, the only you, thing you, that we have kind of, we have a Facebook connection, but I don't count that. I don't count no. that. That's a, that's bullshit connection. I don't count Facebook yeah, I feel like you already know everything that you need to know. It's just a question of when you're going to make a move, when you're going to make the decision that, okay, this this isn't going anywhere. I yeah, feel like no, you already I mean, know. If I, meet, if I meet someone else and I'm attracted to someone else, I will totally, There's, I have no hesitation. I'm not like, there's no ring on my finger. And, yeah, I yeah. mean, I just haven't met anyone. This this guy from the meditation group from California is really, really handsome. I mean, he's pretty pretty damn good looking. But, you know, I barely know him. But he's the one who messaged me first. He mess- I didn't message him. He messaged me. So he's obviously attracted to me. Well, if I saw that guy, there must be a reason why. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I didn't see him for no reason. I must have seen him for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope yeah, I was yeah. able to help a little bit. And yeah, I thank, no, you thank you for calling in. And definitely call back and let us know how it's going. Oh, I will. I mean, I'm just going to take my time. I'm not in a hurry for anything. I just, I don't know. It's weird. I really thought for a while that this guy would, like, end up really going crazy and missing me and then want to come back. But he seems pretty comfortable in his little world. So, <laughs> and, I'm okay with, and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with it. I really am. It's just so weird. It's so weird how, how things can be so, like, you can feel something so strong and then it can fizzle. It's just so bizarre. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, that's why I feel like you you already know the answer to the question like, that you want to know about him. It's just that you're maybe you're not ready to make a move right now at this moment. Maybe maybe in the next you know few weeks, you know, yeah. month or two. Well, I do feel but, like if if he reaches out to me again to spend time with me, I'm not going to be mean about it, but I am going to be very honest and be like, you know, so-and-so, um, I don't really know. Like, you're, I'm just going to say it like this. You're a really busy person, and so am I. 
And I just don't know if we should bother because, you know, you don't really have time for me in a, in a real way. So why should we connect every now right? and then? Yeah. Do me what? a favor. Write down what your ideal yeah. guy, what he would be like. Write the li- I had a friend of mine do this. It works really well. Write down a list of what your ideal guy You know, I did like. do All that. I, I will redo my list, but I did that a few years ago. It was the weirdest thing. I put down that I wanted a guy who was single, and I put all the things down I wanted. And then the weirdest thing, this guy showed up in my life that was the exact description, but he was married, but very unhappily married. And I put on my description, not married, single, the whole thing. And I, yeah, I didn't go out with him, but it was weird. I know you can't attract things off a list. Sometimes you don't get all the shit you want on that list, though. That's the part. Because <laughs> you'll end up with somebody married standing in front of you. You're like, damn it, that is not what I wanted. Uh, yeah. I, I had to kick him to the curb. He wanted to get a divorce. And I'm like, call me when you get one. <laughs> yeah, I made that mistake when I first started using a lot of attraction. I assumed that the first guy that came along was the guy that I had asked for. It doesn't work yeah. that way. You know, you. It's well, you I always get confused be because I feel these strong connections with people. Like not all the time, but every now and then I'll get one that's really a strong connection, and that's what happened with this guy. And I get I'm confused when they don't work out. I'm like, how the hell did that attraction <laughs> was so strong? Everything was so strong, and then it and then it just doesn't work out, and I'm always devastated. I'm always like, wow, that didn't work. I couldn't believe it. You know. Anyway, I'll let you guys go. Thank you for, I'm just rattling on. Oh, but you're awesome. No, I feel, awesome. I feel like it took me about a month. I I have been, I'm not grieving now, but I really did grieve the loss of this guy. Like, I was very sad. I felt a lot of sadness about it. But now yeah. I feel, like, I've healed up a lot. And I did a lot of meditation to kind of get over him because, um, because he That's had good. hurt me so much. Yeah, but he hurt me so much. Like every time I would turn around, he would like hurt me in different ways that were really hurtful. Like he'd hurt me about once a month. You know, like we what happened is we would get real close and spend time together and then he would do something crappy to me and I think he would do stuff on purpose. So that we you know how like some guys or people, women do it too. You'll get close and then they push you away in their own weird way. Like, they'll push you away. Like, if he, he was doing if this push-pull. up to your list that you wrote, then you have your answer already. No doubt about it. If he doesn't match up to that list, then that you have to ask yourself the question, what am I hanging on to and why am I hanging on to it? Yeah, I'm right there already. You know, it's, it's pretty much a natural fizzle. I mean, like, it's weird, though, because I really thought this person and I had a connection, and I really thought he was going to really want to be with me, but it's just too soon for him after that breakup. It just is. It's just the way it is. Yeah, so, And I can understand because I went through a breakup that was pretty hideous, and I was not ready for anyone in my life for a few years. So I get it. Well, you're going to be okay. You know, the guy yeah, that I is... Yeah, I'm already good. ...is coming along. So you're going to be okay. Just, you know, get that list out, warm up the list, 
nasty and get ready to match it up. Somebody. That's that's because because pretty hot. I got to tell you, pretty, pretty smoking hot looking. <laughs> I mean, he is, and he's the one pursuing me, and I'm like, wow, he's hot. But, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, the, the, um, I'm... Well, thank you for calling me, and I'm glad that we can try to help you. Um, make sure okay, you bye, thank you. Okay, have a good night. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I know I was quiet for a long time, but I was in the car, and then I had to put you on mute because I was actually kind of picking up off my mom and my sister, so I kind of had to, you know, get out of the car away from everybody. But, boy, that was a consultation you just gave me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, let you, I put you on mute for a minute. Uh. Yeah, yeah, and I, and it was I thought that was I thought that was great because it seemed like you know people call and ask questions you know especially to a psychic or an intuitive you whatever they want to call it it's almost as if they have no one else to go to so it's like almost as if it was like a relief to finally talk to somebody that actually got her so it was nice that you hired yourself in power to. I still, yeah, I still say that um, a lot of times when people ask questions, it's not that they don't know the answers. It's that mm-hmm. maybe they need, like, validation. I mean, I'm not telling them something they don't already know. Yeah, you know? and that's what I, what I kept understanding about her. I was like, oh, it's just that she needs, she just needs assurance because she already knows. And, you know, the, the I was excited when you guys were talking about the list as far as her tra- attracting the guy. And when she was like, oh, it was so, you know, it was crazy how it happened. I was like, yeah, you should have fun with that. Okay. But I know she, she didn't, the guy doesn't match the guy doesn't match the list. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Write the list. You know, because usually I'll tell, like, a friend to do that. Like, if they're having trouble, you know, during a breakup and they're doing that, you know, how right after the breakup the person is like, I don't know, I miss him, I think I want to go back. That's at the point I'll ask them to write the list. Write the list of their ideal guy. And then when they write the list and then I'll tell them to write the qualities of the guy that they think they want to go back to, they realize the lists don't match. Yeah. Yep. And actually, I thought that was cool. I thought it was funny. And uh, what I what I did like when you guys were talking about the list, what I kind of picked up like a quick flash of like a paper with a list. But it, I didn't really see words, but it was like almost as if it was burning up, and which made me think. You know, she talked about meditating, and that would be good for her. She like you know build up some energy and just then wrote her list. And then just to burn up the list and just release it into the universe and just keep focusing on her. Right, exactly. But I mean, so I mean, like, that looks fun. Tell her about the list because she actually has already done one. Mm-hmm. And maybe was I was only meant to remind her, hey, you wrote the list already. You already knew who it was, who your ideal guy was. So why? Mm-hmm. Why? trying to make it work with somebody who doesn't match your list. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like, ask yourself, (laughs) you know, why am I trying to kill You know, does that mean willing to settle? Does that mean it doesn't matter to you? I'm sure anybody Mm -hmm. would say, yes, it does matter. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. sure just like most people 
they would say, okay, it's okay if he's not great looking, you know, but if he matches <laughs> the important things on my list, that's what I want. Well, if he doesn't mm-hmm. match the important things on your list, then why are you asking what's going to happen with this guy? He doesn't match your list. Yeah. Yep. Unless you want me to tell you that you will get in a better place of settling, settling for less than you want. And I'm sure nobody wants yeah. to hear that from me. I'm sure nobody wants yep. to hear me say, oh, okay, you're going to settle for this one day. I'm sure nobody wants to hear me say that. Yep, and this and that's true. That's true. That is like settling for less. And yeah, you know, it, it's um, it, you don't have to. You know, this goes back to prayer. You don't have to beg and plead for stuff to come to you. Just state it and state that you will have it. You know, put it out there and go for it. You know, accept what you get. Not accept what you get, but get what you want to get. Exactly. Okay. Well, before we take another caller. I'm going to run a 37-second commercial, and then we're going to go to our next caller, which is from area code 229. So mm-hmm. one. Do you want to get the word out about your organization, product, class, book, or service? Sponsor an hour segment of the Psychic Impact Show for only $10 and get your message out three times during the hour. It's the gift that keeps on giving as your message continues to be heard by way of the archive shows. For more information, email IamSherry at SherryAndrea.com. IamSherry at SherryAndrea.com. Okay, we're back on the air. Sorry, I was trying to find the button. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we have live area code two two nine. Are you there? Hi, yes, ma'am. I'm here. Thank you all for taking my call tonight. Oh, you're welcome. What's your name? My name is uh, Melvin. Hey, how you doing, Melvin? Hey, how are you all tonight? I'm fine. Good. I am good. What? Where are you located? Where's area two two nine? Oh yes, uh, yes, ma'am. I'm from Georgia. I'm in uh, Georgia. Hey, I said Georgia in my head before you said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I got a little bit of earache, so yeah, um, another kind of hard for me to talk. <laughs> well, do you have a question yes. for us? Yes, ma'am, uh, and yes, sir. I just wanted to know. Um, I uh, I I was on unemployment, and they stopped my unemployment, so I filed an appeal uh, last week, and uh, they sent me a package in the mail today. I haven't looked at it, but I guess those are appeal forms. But uh, they owe me back pay for my unemployment benefits because I haven't received a check since. Uh, April the uh, 8th was my last check. But I do have a part-time job now. At the time, I didn't. Uh, They thought that I was hired by this other company, but I wasn't because the fact that you have to have a TBT test taken 
before you can go and work around clients, uh, you know, start work. So the process was not completely finished. So the people that was going to hire me, the the people that was going to hire me, turned in that I I quit because of medical reasons. And now the uh, unemployment in Georgia, they said that they filed it. They stopped it because I quit. But I did not quit. I I was sick, and uh, I got a letter from my the manager on the job, and she told me that I had to have this test by uh, 3-24-2014. And at that time, they had cut my check. I didn't have any money to get this test. And uh, mm-hmm. I wrote that down and sent it to them. By saying all of that, uh, do you all see them uh, paying me my back pay for my unemployment benefits? This is about eight weeks, seven or eight weeks of it. Well, there's two two parts to this. One, no, this isn't going to go exactly how you're hoping it will go. But in the end, yes, you will be getting some money. You will be getting some money when this com- when this is over and this complete. So, uh-huh. in a way, that's a good thing. However, this isn't going to go exactly like you want. So, I'm not showing that you're going to get the amount that maybe you want. However, you are going to be getting something when this ends. However, before you get to the end of this, where you get whatever m- amount of money that is, um, right. the way going to see it is that this isn't what you wanted. The end result will not be what you wanted, but you will get some money out of this. Then after that, you will go into a state where you won't be doing much. Um, you're, I, I got to warn you, you're going to be a little down, probably because of the outcome. You're going to be um, a little down because of the outcome, because you're not doing anything. Almost like um, but it will turn around. It will turn around, but it will take a little bit of time. Um, you're gonna have to be patient. But the good news is that yeah, financially, you're gonna get something out of it. It's just not gonna be what you are hoping for. Whatever the this this. Whatever goal you have, whatever this is that, however much money this is that you're hoping you're going to get, you're right. not going to get that amount. Well, but I know they owe me. Yes. Yeah, I know they owe me for um, let's see, about seven, eight weeks, eight checks that I have not received. So it's, I think it's close to two thousand dollars. I'm I'm getting that you're going to get half of what you're wanting to get. That's what I'm getting. You're going to get half of what you're you're wanting to get out of this, or what you think you should be getting. You're going to get half of that. So what I would suggest... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would suggest is that you start um, planning for the worst-case scenario, um, what are you going to do if you only get half? Come up with a plan. What are you going to do? Because if you don't come up with, with a plan, then what I see happening 
is that you're actually going to go into a state of a little bit of depression over this. You're going to be sitting around. You're going to be moping about this. And you don't want that to happen because that means it's going to take longer for you to get back to a place where you really want to be. Okay. But do you see a time frame about when they're going to make a decision and put this, uh, put at least half of the money on my debit card? Sherry, can I say something real quick? What I was yes. perceiving? Yes. It was almost yes. as if, you know, every time, you know, I pick up something, I always wait until you say something so I can follow up through it. But what I got when you asked the question, what I telepathically hurt was let go of the attachment to the results. And I was being reminded of a certain person, not that you are like this person, but it kind of, when you started asking a question about, you know, the money, it reminded me of this person that's kind of going through something similar that was going through something similar at the time. And all I heard was let go of the attachment. Just let it be. Yeah, but do what Cherry said about focusing on what you can do, but right. just don't hold on to the attachment of when is this going to come, how is it going to come, but just focus on what you can do. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, the only thing I can do is, is uh, mail those papers, fill them out, and mail them back in, and turn it over to the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do do everything that you were planning to do, um, but just know, go forward knowing that you're not going to get what you want to get out of this, but you're going to get something. You're going to get half about half as much as you are wanting to get. Make right. plans for that. Start okay. thinking once this is over, and I'm getting that it's going to be within two months that this is going to come to an end and you're going to get, you know, whatever money they're offering. I'm getting that that's going to be within two months. So that's not a long time. So spend your so time right like, now thinking what your plan's going to be. What are you going to do? Well, since I know this and when I fill those papers out, I can request my full amount. I can request, you know, to be to be paid my full amount. You know, from the eight weeks, I'm gonna request for my uh, the eight weeks back pay, uh, and that would be my situation because my two employers, uh, former employees, they 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 wasn't on the same page. One lady turned in her own paper, and another lady turned in another paper, and they don't they don't cause this. They don't they don't crossover, they don't make sense. One said I left because medical reasons. Other one said the reason why I was terminated because the fact that I didn't take the TBT test. So by being terminated by an employer because of that, that was a lack of money, which I did not have because they already had cut my unemployment benefits. And that was my only source of income. Because I was working here in Georgia at a mental hospital in December 31st of last year, they closed down. There was about 800 and some employees there, and I was one of them. But now I have a part-time job, which I did go back online and submitted the, the amount that I worked 
for just the orientation in there where they won't say that, well, I didn't report it, so I did report it. So uh, I did all of that and also faxed them all the paperwork I needed. And just the other day, I just got it out of the mail, a big package of paper that I haven't even opened yet. And I assume it's stuff I got to fill out. Because I know they didn't come up yeah. with a decision that fast, so I'm um, going to I don't, check it out. I don't know, because I'm, like I said, what I'm getting is you're not going to be happy with the result out of this. You are you are going to demon as being bad. You're going to you're gonna consider this as being a boss. Um, you are going to get something in the end, um, so you do have to, for right now, keep at it, keep doing what you're planning to do. You're going to get something in the end, but I can tell you right now, you're not going to be happy with the outcome of this, and you yeah. need to start, here said, you need to start the process of letting go of what happened, of what they did to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was wrong. Put me in a bad bind. My rent is due tomorrow, and and I'm I'm freaking out about that right now. And uh, with my finances, even though I just started on this new job, I just started Monday, and uh, we don't get paid until next week. And my rent is due to tomorrow. Deadline is on the. Uh, yeah, that's why you wanna, you you don't want to put all your focus on this and this fight. The reason why is because you're going to need to move forward to be able to take care of yourself. And if you keep 100% of your focus on this, it's going to make it that much harder for you. You need to yeah. be able to start moving forward. Start well, whatever, putting, putting, start the well, cross to give me, it would be best to just deal with it. That's what you're saying? Yeah, deal with on. it, but start the process of putting this behind you and moving forward. Because yeah, if okay. you do not, you're going to find yourself sitting there in a bad state, not knowing what to do. Start the process of, even though you're going to see this through, start the process of moving forward yeah. and figuring out, okay, what am I going to do now? Am I going to get another job also? Am I going to get a second job? Start that process of that forward thinking. What am I going to do yeah. now? What What am I planning for next? Because if you don't do that, you're going to find yourself sitting in a bad state that you're not going to like. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm already, you know, looking for other jobs as well because I'm a football coach here in Georgia, and I did reapply for a job in my hometown here uh, last year and. The guy hired me, but and he was supposed to give me a supplement of how much I'll be making coaching. And he came back two weeks later and told me he swatched the job. So that was a really hard feeling. So I had to move on from that. But I did submit another uh, application to let him know that I was still available for this season to coach football. That's my real passion to do, you know, to coach. But I just happened to work in the mental hospital uh, for a while, you know, until I finished school. So okay. I'm, I'm moving forward in other, you know, ways. But this setback with my unemployment after I lost my job at the hospital, 
really been a burden on me because of my financial needs to where I can keep my place and my utilities on. And uh, that's that's my main uh, focus. Once that and once I get that taken care of, I know uh, I gotta get up in the morning. Then I'll be okay. And I gotta get up in the morning and uh, I gotta go check out churches and places to see I can get my money to uh, pay my rental time tomorrow. Don't they charge you a fee? Then they'll charge you every day, and then they'll file conviction papers. Eviction papers, excuse me. Right. Well, you're you're heading in the right direction. Just keep doing that. Um, just keep doing that, and just keep being strong. You just need to hang in there, and you'll be able to as long as you keep working at it and moving forward. And don't put too much of your focus on this. You know, well, is any, uh, any good news coming my way of any sort um, besides um, just anything good that I'm joyful about uh, coming my way anytime soon? Um, well, we've got only two minutes left to go. So if you call for Friday, we'll be able to um, give you more of a reading, um, but I'm sorry we've run out of time on this show. So, but feel free to call back on Friday um, at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh no, it was great talking to you, and I'll be thinking about you and thinking good thoughts so that things can happen. You just keep moving forward. Okay. Thank you. Uh, nice talking to you, Melvin. Yes, sir. You oh, too. Okay. Thank you, man. God bless. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. All right. See you. Okay. So we're back here. We've got about a minute and a half left. Um, mm-hmm. So I just want to ask you if um, if anyone um, would like um, coaching, would like a reading, um, you can always go to my website. Share at SherryAndrea.com. It's on the show page. So if you go to the show page for my blog talk radio, you'll see the links to my website. And just remember our shows are every Wednesday and Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for two hours. Um, And we had a blast talking to everyone right here. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, as usual. Who was holding that we didn't get to? Of course, call back on Friday. Come in a little bit earlier so that we can get to you, and um, we'd be happy to give you a reading. Um, I am so thrilled for the opportunity to do this. And of course, I'm thrilled for you letting me do this with you. So, yeah, thanks. Excuse me, sorry, I had to call. (laughs) You are very welcome. And we will see you guys Friday at 9 p.m. Bye. Bye.